0: And welcome to the casting couch film cast with me, Gaz, and my boy. How hey, uh, you doing, Rub? Ah, good. Just eating your sandwich there. Yeah, fab. Yeah, blood. Yes, blood, fab. We've uh, been away for a while, but we're back with an extra special episode uh, where we're going to cover this week's release, Logan. What's so extra special about it? It's extra special because we have bypassed all the Oscar talk, despite having watched pretty much all the Oscar films. Fucked Oscar. We really didn't. Uh, do a podcast because I don't know about you I I found the Oscar movies were quite were quite bait bait and not very dense there wasn't too much to really discuss it is they were by the numbers Oscar entries would you agree yeah we contemplated doing an Oscar season um Oscars coverage but generally there was no real need because uh I think if you want to see the films, you'll have already seen them. We love La La Land, and that was kind of our summary of that. Do we have any listener mail before we get into the show? We did, but it's been a while. I think I lost it. Oh uh, brilliant. I was looking forward to that. You, literally, listeners, I was like, oh, just tell me before the show what it is. He was like, no, no, you'll wait, you'll wait. I remember what it was. What was it? So one guy
1: said he listened to episode two, um, and he thought your review of Big Short was a joke, and he agreed with me. Okay. And another guy said, you know how we did top five musicals? Yeah. He said, your choices were really good, and mine were a joke, (laughs) and another guy, and a few people also said, you know you had a go at me for, saying straight out Compton, and then you picked, uh, is it Walk the Line, which is exactly the same
0: thing, apparently. I don't know, I haven't seen it, but okay, that was pretty much the gist of what was said. Bruh. Fair enough. It's good to know. We've got a real widespread audience out there, and uh, it's, yeah, it's a split opinion on...
1: Good news, though. Yeah, go
0: on. The wife... Yeah, World Unlimited card. Do you want to say that again without your mouth full? Got the wife to get a Cineworld Unlimited card. Oh, congratulations. Go back on that. So now you can see even more films every day. Uh-huh. Brilliant. Um, well, we're going to skip through what we've been watching uh, this week because it's all Oscar bait. Every so week. Every week is Oscar week. So now we're going to talk about the new Marvel release, Logan. Logan, what did you do? After the world is not the same as it was. Mutants. They're gone. Now. I hurt myself today. That is a clip from Logan. If you have not seen the film, do not listen to the next fifteen minutes because we will be spoilerific, right, Rubes? Ah. Huh? Cool. Uh, so, Logan. It takes place in 2029, future world. Um, where pretty much all the mutants have died out for some bizarre reason. Um, it's not explained initially, but as the story progresses, you realise kind of what's unfolded, uh, and it centres around three key characters: Logan, uh, who's looking very old and dishevelled.
1: Old man Logan.
0: Old man Logan. You're based on that comic. Yeah, based loosely, I think, on the on the comic, and yeah. then you've got Patrick Stewart as an old, even older Professor X, and you've got. Um, I forgot his name now, from Steve Merchant from The Office as Caliban. What about, hang
1: on, what about X-23?
0: <laughs> X-23 comes in about half an so hour. So one characters. I suppose, but I mean, just to set the scene, it starts off with those three. Yeah. Um, Professor X is having these seizures, and when he has these seizures, they cause psychic shockwaves. They call
1: acid trips.
0: Yeah, I think there's a great line saying, um, uh, there's a degenerative disease in the world's most dangerous brain. So it kind of gives you an insight into what's gonna happen um, if things don't kind of look up. So, Logan's tired and weary. Everyone he's ever loved is is lost, and he's just now taking care of Professor X. They want to get a Sun Seeker and effectively retire from the (laughs) superhero life. Um, But in order to do so, he needs to keep a low profile. Ruble, that's a pretty hefty summary of where we begin. What did you think about the story that unfolded?
1: I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. Um, I liked that it was self-contained, a very, Small scale narrative, there's no blue beam in the sky trying to save the world.
0: Oh god,
1: yeah. None of that bullshit. Um, very character driven, which I liked a lot. I think a lot of superhero films can learn from that. I thought Wolverine was done right for once, it should have yeah. been narrated. Like, if you look at his claws, why wow, the fuck doesn't he use them in other films?
0: If you had those claws, you'd be chopping heads. That yeah. finds fine up. Yeah. Which he finally does, which is good. Um, which is which is a nice thing about the movie is uh, we'll get into it more later, but because they're not restricted now, they can be R-rated. Um, the violence is finally the sort of violence we've wanted to see. I didn't think it was particularly gratuitous. It was just right. If you yeah. had adamantium yeah. claws, you yeah, you would go through people's brains, you know, with your claws, um, and it won't look you know PG. It will look grisly and feral, and that's exactly how it looks. And it really kind of contributes to this overwhelming sense I found of like, a really entertaining movie. But a real slug match, a real, a real grind, and I've, I felt the weight of age and life on all the characters. It felt like a grisly two and a half hours and 15 minutes of my life, um, but you are still rooting for them. You know, I, was, I never once was kind of against them, even when they were doing immoral things. Yeah,
1: um, what I liked about it, it felt like, um, like a genre film, like it was a western, right? Think about it, or a western or a thriller.
0: With superhero elements thrown in, in like, what it, way it focused in its own story and its own world? I've heard this before. People have been saying it's like a western. I I thought it was more of a, just a road movie, but I didn't quite. It, it was kind of it was There's that lot well, of like road trip.
1: there. There's a lot of western elements. I think the film they're watching in the hotel, and then she quotes at the end. Apparently,
0: yeah, um, it's more western.
1: Yeah, it like has yeah. yeah, and I think um, with this film, what I liked about it a lot was the superhero stuff wasn't in your face. Um, it was just—it was a movie with superhero elements, rather than superhero being the focal
0: point, like it is in most other fucking Marvel films. Yeah. Um, and also, like, I was expecting that, but I have to kind of disagree. Everyone says yeah, it's superhero, is just kind of the added, added layer into it. I, I still find it very superhero Really. I still found you know, had a villain who was kind of bionic. You've got all these guys that are using their powers quite frequently. I thought there would be longer segments. Which I... Well, Professor X's seizures, Wolverine gets his claws out at every situation that requires it. I thought from what I'd heard, there'd be a lot more slow and progressive and there'd be scenes without much violence. I can only remember a couple of scenes well. Where-
1: I think it was more to do with the fact that the, the plot focused more on his decision, obviously, to let himself die and his moral compass and all that. Um, it wasn't about him being a superhero as much. It was a secondary story, obviously. Yeah. Um, but... I think the focus was more on him as a character. like You know how Wolverine's a loner in every film, right? He's a loner, and then it's kind of building to that point of the end of the film where he dies for for this group that he doesn't know. Mm. Um, And I think it was more about that, and more about his character building, rather than his superpowers.
0: I think it's probably the best I've seen of these guys in the X-Men franchise. And I loved X-Men 1 and 2, and, and in some regards 3. But the ones afterwards were a joke, and I found... Is it Origins Do you like Wolverine? Days
1: of Future Past?
0: Not really. All right. Well, this this just this proves this, it kicks the shit out of Days of Future Past. Mm. Honestly, it's. And not because it's just adult. It doesn't have to just be adult for me to enjoy it. It doesn't have to be dark for me to enjoy it. Because it was really dark, and that doesn't always make for an entertaining film. Yeah. The original. What I like is it's Wolverine versus human beings, more or less, rather than Wolverine versus CGI villain or Wolverine versus Super yeah. Mutant. I don't care when it's that. So I look back at the first X Men the other day. And the first time you're introduced to Logan, he is in a bar, some guy's trying to pick a fight. He pins one up against the wall, and his middle kind of blade comes out to the guy's neck. And it's like, cool, he's against human beings. He actually is a miserable guy. He's a bit of a git, and he wants to, you know, just get on with his life. It's, you know, the first scene in this new Logan film is people trying to steal his hubcaps, and he has to go to town on a group of just cholos. And I thought, it's good. That's what I like. He's, he's angry with the world. You know, he saved yeah, the world, yeah. and now he can be angry with it. Um, so I totally love that, but the fucking Wolverine Origins, I nearly walked out of the cinema. I remember going. With awful. He has to go boxing. He boxes Will I Am or something in a fucking boxing ring. Why? <laughs> He's Wolverine. What's he doing? You know what I mean. This is finally done right. Found, that's one with
1: the, the, the Ryan Reynolds, right? Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. Yeah. I thought the the other Wolverine film wasn't that bad. It was by the same director, the Wolverine Is it called the Wolverine? Yeah. Uh, that was pretty good until the last act. When it I missed Stupid. Him. I heard it's set in it's set in Japan. Japan. Um, it's really good. Yeah. Um, it's just the final act is a bit stupid, but um, overall it's alright. This is much better,
0: but um, I think it's a good send-off for the character, I guess. So I actually came out of it thinking, wow, um, maybe not necessarily Logan, but um, Patrick Stewart, man, could That's have been up so for an good. Oscar. So for good. me, there was no difference between Patrick Stewart's portrayal here of age and um, Sylvester Stallone in, in Creed, both have age significantly, Rocky is more schmaltzy, but he's, he's obviously got, I think, cancer scares. I can't remember what it was. Uh, whereas Patrick Stewart's got that kind of senile, um, Alzheimer's kind of vibe. And it actually blew me away. The very first time you see him in this, he's wheeling around in a fucking massive kind of um, barn thing.
1: Um, Would it have been funny, though? I thought, you know, an Wolverine when he falls off the chair? Yeah. Would it have been so funny if he used his mind to attack Wolverine with the chair? <laughs>
0: I mean? he has, <laughs> I mean, but he's so senile isn't he he's just going around <laughs> shouting out random stuff and he doesn't quite recognise Logan fuck you Logan, fuck you Logan, die <laughs> um, yeah and honestly I was like wow that is like he's like seeing your fucking great granddad, but he happens to just have psychic powers yeah. it's, it was so well realised um, and Steve Merchant was great
1: I didn't realise it was Steve Merchant for ages yeah ages. at
0: first I thought wow he's really not acting he's just talking in his British accent about spot, yeah. spotted dick um, but when he gets kind of burnt, that's what I thought. Wow, this guy can actually act. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good on him. Good on him. Harrowing. Uh,
1: what, <laughs> uh, what? What did you think about X Twenty Three? Because this actress, I've only like heard she's done one other thing on mm. IMDb, but she's fucking
0: great. She was really good. And actually, I think they did her right this time. So there's this whole kind of obviously he's gone on record. Um, Hugh Jackman is saying this will be the last time he plays it. And there's kind of an onus when you hand the torch over for it to be a bit cheesy and a bit shit. And in The Force Awakens, Han Solo, spoiler, yeah. Han Solo <laughs> dies, be like, oh, well, he's handing over the, the gauntlet to the new future. But I didn't feel the love there. Here I feel the love. I feel like Logan has never really been able to attach himself to anyone who hasn't died. Yeah. And here is the future represented in... Because they spent the whole
1: film, right? Yeah. Bil- building that up. And yeah. I was also, What I think was a really clever decision was her not speaking for most of the film because it would have just been cheesy, stupid dialogue. Yeah. Um. So her being mute for what two thirds, maybe more than two thirds of the film,
0: and uh, that was a really clever choice. I and mean, when she finally does speak. It kind of makes you think, oh, holy shit. It worked well because it kind of it also helped emphasise um, Patrick Stewart because he was kind of speaking on her behalf. Yeah. And again, it made him seem like such a sweet, gentle old soul. Um. One bit that I think probably could have been executed better is. That beautiful moment with Patrick Stewart where he says, I've, I've really had a great day. I never thought I'd get a day like this again. And then he looks up and Logan is the clone Logan. Yeah. I thought, Fuck, what a weird dream
1: sequence. I, I thought, yeah, it's a dream yeah. sequence until the black family started dying. But like, yeah. Okay, that ain't a dream really sequence. Even when sequence. they were
0: dying, I was like, "Who's? when's he going to wake up? When's he going to wake up? Or is it his brain? Is he going to wake up and realise it's another seizure and he's killed everyone? Yeah. Um, that would have been quite cool, actually. Yeah. Look at that. But no, it was uh, straight straight out uh, murder, murder. What
1: a way to go after oh, all yeah. these years!
0: boom. I know it was. Uh, that was one part where I, I I remember turning to my mate next to me, and going, "What the fuck?" In the cinema. I think if it had just been any other villain, it would have felt a little bit more organic. But that just felt I guess very it's, jarring. It took me out for a moment.
1: It is supposed to be like, I guess, what they're trying to say is, oh, uh, Wolverine, you know, facing his demons, what he's done when he was younger, but. These are my two flaws with the film. One was... Do you know the kids at the end? Why don't you just use your fucking powers? And you're Hell. being chased by those human people. You're fucking superheroes. I kind use of thought your powers. That. I
0: thought that, but I thought actually they were cast perfectly. They looked so young. You could... you could. But X-23 be was vicious. Why didn't the rest of them have a bit she's of... She's got Logan's heart, that's why. She's I fucking suppose. She's feral. She's but an the other
1: thing that bugged me was the villains. Again, as usual, superhero film, shitty villains. Uh, like, yeah, I get, like I was saying, mm-hmm. what they're trying to do with the young Wolverine. But... It wasn't interesting enough. And I thought the guy from Narcos, the... the yeah, the, the cyborg
0: guy.
1: Yeah, he was pretty flat. And then they got he a random flat. scientist at the end. Why didn't they use this opportunity maybe to bring in Sabretooth? Mm. That would have been quite cool. Or maybe Omega Red from the comic uh, cartoons yeah, and the comic. He was pretty cool. They had opportunities to bring I in a cool it, villain. Another they villain did it.
0: was hinted as well. But they were all kind of... Uh, I heard Hugh Jackman saying they are all caped villains and... Um, he just wouldn't fit in this gritty, realized world where, you know, like, Hindus are getting their tits out in the back of his fucking limo and stuff like that. So I get it. I get it. I think you're right. I much prefer a great villain. A wasn't great memorable villains. at all. Because you can do that. You can ground it in reality. The Joker in The Dark Knight is a mob boss. He's a memorable, really scary villain. But he's also uh, just a human being. He's not got any superpowers. Um, yeah. They could have done that here. They could have had a really charismatic, d- dastardly villain that isn't just a moustache twirling guy with a... He's just a scientist uh-huh. coming in randomly, and you know, I'm just like, who's this guy? Those are when, I think, I, I forgive it in this instance because the rest of the film's so good, but you're right, it does fall into those genre flaws. I think that's probably what holds back a lot of superhero movies is, oh shit, they have to actually be superhero-y a little bit um, and have scientists, yeah. and experiments and stuff.
1: Exposition. <laughs> Exposition. <of machines. laughs> um, but what do you... Sorry. Sorry, no, go for it. Yeah, what go. do you think about when... like This is obviously Wolverine's send-off. I liked it. It wasn't a big deal like this big crazy moment. He's dying,
0: you know, sunset, big music. He just died. He just <laughs> that was died. it.
1: The next thing you see is in a grave.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, he died. That's he great. died. Saying, it's quite at the time. I thought it was very really cheesy. His final line, but then I kind of reflected, and actually, I think you can take it in multiple ways. So he says, "Oh, so this is what it feels like." And at the time, I thought, "Oh, he's talking about having a family, having someone to care for, this, that, and the other." But then I thought, actually, maybe it's like death because he's never been able to die because he can always heal himself. Yeah. So, I don't know. How did you interpret that final line?
1: Well, it's not the final line. I mean, yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense what you just said and the
0: way they finished it off.
1: But my brother suggested something which was quite cool. Yeah,
0: go for you it. You know, she has an
1: adamantium bullet. Yeah. So she shoots the fake Wolverine, the clone. If it went through him and went into Wolverine as well, how cool would that
0: be? Two birds, one stone. Yeah, she kills him by accident. That would be cool. That wouldn't be the great send-off that you would Yeah, really I, know, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, that no, would be good. What I liked about this... Um, which I don't think I've seen in any superhero film before, and that's probably why I like it, and maybe Watchmen a little bit, is it reminded me a lot of horror cinema. It, um, there was scenes of torture. There was brutal mutilation. Mutilation? Mutilation. <laughs> mutilation. Um, Mutant nation. Yeah. There's a lot. And, and I mean, kids, that, that black family, the kids, start, ev- everyone gets grisly uh, execution. And even watching Patrick Stewart sometimes, I thought of him in Green Room. I was like, this, guy, <laughs> this guy's evil. Bloody Nazi.
1: <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was like brutal. Like, I think when they first show the clone Wolverine after he kills um, the family in the house and that, that hillbilly cop guy comes up to him yeah. and he just rips him to shreds. Also, yeah. just came out of nowhere. And like when that guy goes to retrieve X-23 at the beginning, she's having cereal. And then yeah. she just comes out holding his head. That was fucking awesome as you're well. right.
0: yeah yeah it was good i think um it was near near all more or less a perfect logan film there are those kind of areas where it falls down actually one i think is the serum it doesn't really establish the rules suddenly he's tearing people apart in the woods you are like, yeah you go yeah, for it yeah, yeah. then when he finally meets young logan he's fucked and he's bleeding and i was like what, but surely what are the rules how long does it last
1: now, when they kill a scientist right and then they kill the other clone surely you should go and check in their truck to some more syrup to bring him back to life.
0: True. Also, did Caliban's grenades not blow up the guy with the hook hand? Because he was back again at the end. No, nah, because
1: he was running out of the the truck when that happened. So and why did ca- Caliban drop him, not throw him? He's an idiot. I, like, I was thinking, I was like, just throw it at him. He just throw dropped it, it in front right of himself. Him. and
0: Another guy just ran
1: out of the truck. Well done, mate. That was a bit lame. Stupid.
0: I actually, when I came into this today, I thought, oh, I don't really have any negatives to say. But there are, there I are think some. There's a few, there are yeah, some. I like, don't you think
1: all the best action happened at the beginning of the film. The, the the second final act wasn't as action well the action
0: wasn't as good as the first I did notice when he finally met up with the kids I thought oh this is probably my least favorite part of the film this is where it's slowing down it gets down cheesy when you have put too many kids into it the room. that
1: fact black kid though running was funny he was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> he's like running yeah, for yeah. a pie someone had a pie I with was a like, I was laughing in the cinema
0: <laughs> I, I felt mean but everyone laughed at that bit um, but yeah no I thought that was it but I like I said it, in regards to the Force Awakens that I felt was like ham fisted this I thought was very organic. Because I don't actually think it's setting up a franchise. I'm sure that's probably what they will end up doing. But I thought all these kids have kind of... You haven't really seen them. You don't know who they are. They're very characterless. They're so young. Um, the only one you could really pin anything to would be X-23 or Laura. Um, I don't think they're actually saying we're going to make another franchise. Yeah, that's
1: what was good about it. It was focused in its own story and its own world yeah. rather than trying to set up a franchise, set up a t- super team and any of that yeah. bullshit. Um, I, I really like that. What do you think about the interesting choice of putting X-Men comics...
0: Yeah, into the film. Yeah, it was um, it was good. I, it worked. It could have easily been Naff. Um, I've never really read them, but I imagine if you were a massive comic book fan, you you cream yourself when, when you got the close-ups of certain pages. That you
1: now, these remember. are specifically made.
0: Oh, were they for the film? Yeah,
1: but uh, it was cool. I was like, the existence of comics are more than you think. They're like the Bible or whatever.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's quite it's, cool. It's nice because it it kind of there's always this thing in superhero films where you think. Um, oh, are the human beings actually taking notice of a you know Spider-Man do they actually recognise they've got a fucking superhero why aren't they making a bigger deal of it yeah, yeah. so here they've obviously they've all kind of gone into hiding a little bit or they've died and it shows they've had a heroic death Yeah, because people are celebrating them celebrating them in the comics um, so just quickly on the other X-Men and what you're meant to believe so oh, from what I gathered in the end Professor X has killed them he committed genocide he did yeah <laughs> he did which Fucked is them up. pretty horrible and by all accident and the scientist was what poisoning so was logan getting poisoned from the adamantium because was getting old and po- and metal poisoning or was it cuz the scientist i think he got shot with adamantium
1: i might be wrong actually uh, but I, was it he got shot with adamantium and he didn't want to take it out because he wants to die
0: okay so he um, was getting um, he wanted
1: poisoning. to die yeah, like that was i think part of the film about whether you know you should just let he you, should, you should grant him his wish and let him die and
0: pretty much doesn't yeah. It's quite sad
1: yeah it was a very nostalgic end to the character and the actor's
0: portrayal of or he and there's a, a, of a little subtext of politics in there as well, which I thought was really nicely handled. Do they mention Donald? I swear I heard the line. Do they? Donald has commissioned uh, for us to, to, to build a new breed of mutants in labs. I swear it's Richard E. Grant is there at the end. They talk about borders for a little bit, and then he talks about, I swear he went, now you know we're going to build them in labs, Donald's commissioned us to do it. I Maybe swear there they're was talking a line.
1: about Donald the duck.
0: I just felt very Trumpy. I felt very
1: Maybe. I, I never noticed that. Uh,
0: no one seems to have. Maybe I, made that, maybe I just fucking made that up in my head. But Watch it again if you can and uh, look out for that line because I'm pretty sure...
1: Watch the entire two and a half hours just in that line.
0: Yeah. yeah. The whole reason the world's fucked up is Donald Trump. Should we go to grades? Yeah, let's go to grades. Um, a really fitting end. I've been watching these films for 17 years. Um, I, I, aside from Spider-Man, I think X-Men was one of the first comic book films I ever saw and I can't picture anyone else being... Uh, Logan, but Hugh Jackman. Yep. And I can't imagine anyone being Professor X, but... Hopefully uh, they
1: don't just reboot Stewart. the character now. Hopefully they
0: have X-23 Three take that. the mantle. I couldn't stand Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Either they do that, or they just leave it well alone. Yeah. They can always go back. They're not going to leave it well alone. Fox Pat- are dying. Yeah. They need any franchise they can get Hold <laughs> <laughs> up. But they've done well,
1: man. Like, yeah, they've done really R-rated well. Deadpool, R-rated
0: uh, Wolverine. Patrick hasn't bowed out of the role yet, so he probably come back in a I think he yet. said, which might be his last one. Oh, really? But he said it after the film. He did, he said he went to the Berlin Film Festival, looked at it and went, oh, yeah, I can't probably go out on a better note than this. But um, why would you go back? Now, you can't go back and watch the schmaltzy ones. They look so shit. They look so yeah. gay. The one with Vinnie Jones as Juggernaut running through walls and boxing. I'm the Juggernaut, Juggernaut. Die, you slag. He's <laughs> like fucking, it's just like kids films, which is probably what they are. Anyway, grade um, A.
1: Yeah, I'm going to also give it an A. I'll, I was thinking A- minus, but... It's a good film. Get to me.
0: It is. It is, though. It's like a fucking boxing match of a film. It's a slugger, slugging... Uh, I can't think of a great word to describe it. It just really is a painful experience. So a slobber knocker. slobber knocker. That's a great word. There you, you go. come up with that. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm going to write that down. I know. Smarter um, than I look. So I couldn't and rewatch it. I look pretty smart. I, <laughs> I couldn't watch it over and over, but for now, um, it's a beautiful experience. I'm glad I saw it in the cinema. Check it out. Okay, now on to our very fitting top five, which will be... Let me guess. Um, westerns uh coming of age movies actually uh superhero <laughs> films okay right then Ruble, do you want to hit me with the, your first choice number five number five is something we've just talked about logan oh it's straight um, in there number yeah five. yeah
1: i mean maybe i'm being a bit too quick with this because it's quite fresh in the mind so i'm still, you know kind of going off the hype of what just happened but I really like it I think it might actually even go higher in my top five with time but for now Logan its not much more to say we've kind of talked about for the last 20 minutes
0: it's easily the best Wolverine film yeah it's great
1: Uh, my number five um, we should probably just disclaimer that one superhero film franchise you can only pick yes you can have three X-Men films
0: no you're right yeah so my number five is um, very dark it's Watchmen Uh. by Zack Snyder Um, it's I never really got the good it didn't get good hype. I think it's um, a masterpiece. I get it. I've seen it three or four times. Uh, the opening always hooks me. It's that, um, what's it called? Come get around people. Bob Dylan song um, over Beautiful Shots. Uh, I just think it was a masterpiece. It was when he was at his peak. he just done 300. He just did this. No one knew what to expect. And now look at him. And now look at him. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking joke. He Honestly, they said it was unfilmable, but I think he did a great job with it.
1: Yeah, I, I need to revisit that. Um, I remember liking it. But I can't remember it that well. It's yeah, oh, so it's a really great. Gonna film. definitely rewatch that one. Sweet number four. Uh, number four for me is Dread. Dread. Not the Sylvester Stallone. Oh, the twenty twelve Dread. Yeah, the yeah. the one with is a Carl Urban. Is his name? Keith Urban? What his name is? That's it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it's like the American version of the Raid. Okay. Um, so no need to remake the Raid. You've already got it. It's called Dread. Um, I love <laughs> the slow mo stuff they did. Um, was Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones was an awesome bad guy. I love that they didn't take his helmet off, had really good action. It's all self-contained in one location. Really enjoyed
0: it. Enjoyed the hell out of it. Great choice. you got two dark ones to start with, five and four. My fourth is quite light. It's The Incredibles. <laughs> Again, all these films that I'm about to mention, I've seen more than three times. And I couldn't necessarily say that about Logan, so he will not be making an appearance in the top five. Um, but number four, Incredibles, I mean, what more to say? The best, one of the best Pixar films, aside from maybe Toy Story. Um, the comedy is on point. The family use their powers in such a great way that I remember being a kid, being hooked. I remember taking a week off school, actually. I was sick, in inverted commas. And I uh, played the PS2 game to death. At a game? had a game? They had a game. And uh, my dad went to McDonald's and bought, rather than have me eat 10 uh, Happy Meals, he just bought the, c- the collection of toys they were doing for The Incredibles. Um, I just well and truly it hit me at the right time in my life I loved it um,
1: number three for me is Deadpool um, massive fan of the character love all the comics thought the film did it justice it's a shame that the director's not back for the second one is he not no they had some dispute and then he's kind of left the project but hope they can keep it going Ryan Reynolds is a perfect cast for it yeah he is. Um, yeah. I really like the film I mean with the shoestring budget they seem to have they did a really good job with it. Oh, they um, it. I really enjoyed it. Um, it's a film I can watch over and over again anytime it's on Sky Cinema
0: or whatever. <laughs> Sky Cinema. I'm on it. Uh, my number three is Deadpool. Earth. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah. There it is. Um, I I love it too for all the reasons that you've listed. Not necessarily the comics. I've never really read them. but You should. They're good. Are they good? Yeah. I don't think it works as well on paper. I, a wise, cracking smart-ass superhero actually sounds like my least favourite thing in the world. You can't say that until you read the comics but it just I mean yeah you're right to be fair I just feel like it would be uh, I wouldn't laugh if Spider-Man's one-liners feel natural because um, he's a kid Deadpool just sounds like an asshole but in a film you can make light of that you go you really are an asshole it, it, I don't know the film um, was the perfect marriage of everything I don't know if it will do it again in number two that's going to have to live up to the hype because oh my god
1: yeah it could easily become annoying it could I could see like it kind of t- tethers on the line of being yeah. annoying so we'll see how that goes but I'll be there um, number two for me is Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. Yeah, I fucking loved it. The thing is, when I <laughs> saw the trailer, it seemed like a pile of crap. Yes, and every, I, like, I think everyone expected it to be. Shit. Like, what is this shit? Is the best they got? Fucking great choice. it saved the best shit for the movie. And it really took me by surprise. I love the. I mean, it, normally I like self contained stuff. Um, Logan, Dread, and Deadpool. They're all quite small scale.
0: Yeah. This is
1: big scale. It's the opposite of that. But it works. They didn't take the piss. Um, it was really funny. Um, the action was really
0: good. The characters were cool. I like how you call it big—a big kind of school. Uh, so what you said? A big scale. Big scale. Sorry. When I think they gave it to a like pretty much a first-time blockbuster director, James Gunn. Yeah. Um, to kind of take the mantle, and and I don't think I think personally I didn't have the biggest expectations for this. I thought. It's a band of heroes that no one really knows much about yeah just have fun with it yep if a lack of a better favorite
1: way. um brief
0: Favorite brief have fun just have it. fun with it guys um, Come but on.
1: you know like anything in space big scale and i think they're gonna have a major part to play in the avengers um and their film was good only thing i didn't like about it the only thing that bugged me was the villain i thought the villain was shit in fact all the four films i've just listed i thought the villains were shit except dread dread was good but the Deadpool villain was very average. Logan yeah. villain, average. Guardians of the Galaxy, Ronan the Accuser. Who the fuck is he? Yeah, you're
0: right. um <laughs> But I really liked it. it's, it's very it's like It's What's his name? Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. What does he do? Just go around accusing people. Accuses people. Yeah. You. Phoned. It was him. You <laughs> drop litter on the floor. No, Ronan. No. <laughs> um, Ronan Keating, the Accuser. Um,
1: but yeah, I really like Guardians of the Galaxy. The character's yeah. awesome, and it's gonna have a big splash in popular culture. I feel
0: sweet uh, my number two is it was a tough between number two and number one I just think number one is is my all-time favorite so number two is the Dark Knight Christopher Nolan a um, Batman in this doesn't really have superpowers so I'm reluctant to say superhero movie but it's a film about a comic book hero so um, my god can you get a better performance from a villain than the Joker Heath Ledger owned that film I saw it about six, six times in the cinema um, took every family member separately. I took my sister once, then I took my dad. Then my mum was like, oh, what, 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 is it really that good? And I was like, yeah, I, was like, I don't know if you'll like it, mum. And she came and she really enjoyed it. So I just think it's uh, the best uh, of those sorts of films. So that's why The Dark Knight is my second favourite.
1: Um, my number one is Dark Knight. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I mean, you pretty much just explained why it's great. And yeah, it's a really good movie. It's one you can watch over, over again. Um, and that's obviously a test of a great film. Um, villain was awesome. This is the only superhero film that I actually loved Villain like much more than the
0: hero. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. The villain, it was the best part in the film. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, the Joker, I think, is the fucking holy grail for any actor to play. And I'm annoyed Jared Leto did a pretty shit ah, job with his. Ah, because ah. it really, is, it's God's gift to acting. You get to play a maniac who's charismatic and people love fan But toys. you have
1: to also give credit. or well, not credit. Pay a bit of mine to what's happened because A, you're following probably on the best villain performances of all time, and Mm -hmm. B, the studio fucked with your performance. Yeah, that's true. um, That's true. It's like someone comes in here right now, gets a podcast, and then chops it in half, puts it the other way around. Sticks me in you, you and me.
0: Oh, God, that sounds good. Um. Yeah, so... (laughs) um, Dark Knight
1: is my numero uno.
0: Fair play. I'm disappointed this one didn't make your list at all. The original Spider-Man. Honestly... There's a hero in all of us. Spider-Man <laughs> is, for me, the epitome of a superhero movie. It's, um, it's fucking cape Crusaders. It's uh, kind of cheesy villains. Really kind of hammed up, but grounded with enough reality and enough emotion to really uh, last with you. I never really liked Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane. I thought she, she was all right. had a face like a smacked ass half the time. She alright. Whereas in the comic books, I mean, I love the comics, uh, Mary Jane was... Go get him, Tiger. ...was more feisty, yeah, it was quite quite saucy. Whereas they saved that feistiness for the woman in the third film. Felicia. Uh, yeah. I uh, Honestly, um, I've forgotten his name now. Who's the... Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin? That was supposed to be Nick Cage. Was it? Yeah. I could see that. I could yeah. see that. But Willem owned it, and, and looking in the mirror, we he's doing his little... Nah, nah, he looks like, nah. a, like a demon, doesn't he? He does. That man's got a scary face. Tobey Maguire, I loved it. Nah, nah. Nah. I didn't mind it at the time, but Spider-Man's supposed to be a cool geek.
1: Like Andrew Garfield looked the part for Spider-Man. He was cool, but still geeky. Tobey Maguire was just a fucking nerd. He, Spider-Man isn't a it's super nerd. It's interesting you
0: say this. So my dad um, took me to see the film, and he was a big... As a kid growing up, he loved Stanley and Spider-Man. And he said, oh, I don't think they got Spider-Man right. I went, why? He's like, because in the comics, he was, wasn't a cool nerd. He was quite abused. He was really down and out. He couldn't do any of the fun shit. He couldn't beat up Flash Gordon because he, he was always having to hold himself back. He couldn't reveal himself. I don't think they're painting him right. He's a bit too happy in this one. And I was like, as a kid, I just loved the film. I was like, what do you want about your chatting shit? So you say actually he's a cool geek. It's kind of not I'm what basically I've been mainly off the out. anime series. And some of the comics. I haven't read that many comics. Spider Man right. isn't
1: my favourite superhero, but um, some of the comics and the animated series and he's not a complete I love that
0: animated series growing up. Did you watch
1: um, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Down so, it. Down,
0: down, down. Uh, so
1: my that's a good choice, by the Cheers, way. Cheers, thank you. Uh, my honorable mentions, and this was so close to being in there Spider Man 1. No, <laughs> I really love it. <laughs> it's Great a piece of the best of the three. So, um, really right. good choice. Um, I'm going to list through it. I thought the Avengers. Oh, actually, two?
0: Everyone loves two. What do you think is two? Doc Two's alright,
1: but Doc one Doc. was better. One was the first time you saw a big scale superhero film yeah. done right. So it was, and it was a 12. It was special. I remember having to sneak into the cinema. I just finished my GCSEs, and I treated myself to that film. It's so know. good. Uh, yeah. Good memories. Maybe that should be my top five. Um, Avengers. I thought the first one was good because it was the first time you saw all these superheroes. Team up in one movie. I thought it was quite special. To mm. um, so list the other ones, The Crow. Yeah. Love that fucking character. I want to see what they can do. With the remake. Winter Soldier, which was quite a good, more adult based superhero film. Not bad. Not bad film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple more. At Superman two. Um, Neil before Zod. Oh yeah. Great movie. And finally, Big Hero six.
0: Mm. I thought that was really good. Very good. Um, is that really a superhero film? Yeah, it's based off a comic. If you look at the comic, it's not very childish. It's very adult. Very adult. I heard um, that. But yeah, it is, they're superheroes. Think about it. Uh, my honorable mentions, Logan is there. Definitely. It's going to be a classic. Um, it's going to be remembered for a long time. Guardians of the Galaxy for the reasons you discussed. Batman Begins, couldn't put it on my list, but I probably wouldn't have done it anyway. But It's, it's like the inferior brother to the Dark Knight, but it's still very good. Yeah. The original X-Men holds a lot of memories for me. Again, they, they went dark with that one. That was another 12. Or no, even the 15. I can't remember. No one expected it to be as good as it was. Um, and the fact that the original cast are still in the film 17 years later shows mm-hmm. how great casting that was. Kick-Ass um, yeah, that was is good. really good, really funny. Um, so I've got a, lo- a lot of love for all of those. I Iron Man 1, that was pretty good. They were good. What I, what, with your honourable mentions, what I don't like is Avengers is a fine enough movie. Is it an honourable mention for the best? The, all the ones in our top five have paved the way for future comic books to kind of go, look at this, this is how you should do it. The one uh, Avengers movie, that's the blue beam in the sky. It's exactly what you said you didn't like. Yeah. I don't like those. It was too generic. I just think
1: since then, it's been overkilled.
0: Right. Um, the
1: first time you saw that, like this shot when, when the camera pans around all the characters and they're all standing in a circle. It's iconic for, Fair it's, enough. for film. I think it's, it's great. Um, okay. Worse. I've got um, three. Great. I've got, I was going to have more than one, but I only put one. I think if we share one, I will c- cut mine out. I can, I'm put, if I can grab a film yeah. by the throat and call it a cunt, Mm -hmm. I'd do it to this film Catwoman
0: oh right fucking
1: awful fucking I like Catwoman I like kissing me off thinking about it it was so ineffective let's not give it any more time Bruno. I fucking hated it it's the worst one of the worst films I've ever
0: seen I haven't seen it lately but as a kid it was cool I just want to kick it in the gut and give it a stone cold stunner so my three uh, Suicide Squad that shit fell asleep both times (laughs) it's a travesty of a film don't watch
1: that film just watch the trailers yeah the
0: trailers are better than the film um, Superman Returns 2006 I've yeah. never been a big Superman fan but my god that was the most boring piece of shit very nothing film though. very nothing film and another boring thing uh, Hulk the original Hulk never seen it um, Eric Banner from like 2003 um, my god that's a, it's like a four hour movie and it's boring it's fucking sin so yeah there you go that's our superhero uh, episode wrapped up in a nice half an hour package how does that feel? Feels good, right? I think it's going to be over, but I'll try. You can digest this uh, at your own leisure. But I've really enjoyed coming back and doing this, have you? Hopefully, yeah. we'll get more done in the next few weeks. You're going to watch Kong? Kong's on. yeah. It looks random as fuck, but it looks good. Yeah, I might check that out. Check it out. Cool. OK, so we'll be back with that and more. Uh, if you want to write to us uh, or tweet us, we're at CC Filmcast or it's a casting couch filmcast at, at, gmail.com. at gmail.com. And we've got a
1: Facebook page.
0: We got a, oh, we do. Yeah, follow us on Facebook. Give us some love. We, we need all your love yep and that's it from me on that happy note anything uh, what is our Facebook page actually CC no just throw
1: a custom couch film class on Facebook you should pick yeah
0: yeah do it uh, cool alright then nice one I'm off now for a burrito adios Ruble? yeah